Welcome to another episode of Heroes and this is a podcast where we talk about heroes and comics, movies, TV shows and Rogue One being the highest grossing movie of 2016. Basically, if it's part of geek culture, we're going to talk about it. My name is Andy and I'm Cody and today we are talking about Heroes and Civil War 2. Not the movie. There hasn't been a second movie that you like <laughs> just they dropped out of nowhere. Talk about the comic book. Yes. But before we get into that, we've got a top five speed round for you. We joked about it on our last episode. And so on this episode, we're going to list off our top five B movie titles. Not the movies. We no. haven't seen the movies no. themselves. <laughs> no, we haven't. We just did a quick Google search of <laughs> of ripoff B movies. Yes. And we just think some of the titles are funny. So All right. Let me let me go first. Um because I'm excited about this one. So of course we have Transmorphers, <laughs> which is a ripoff of of Transformers. Oh, is it? Yes, in case you didn't catch that. Uh Avalanche Sharks, which is a ripoff of Sharknado, which is... Which is like the <laughs> B-movie. Yes. Uh, so we have that. Uh, we have uh, Apocalypse Z, <laughs> which is a ripoff <laughs> of War War Z, which is great. Uh, oh Chop Kick Panda. <laughs> Not to be confused with the extremely successful DreamWorks film Kung Fu Panda. All right, I know that sounds super familiar. <laughs> and then maybe the worst one of them all, which of course I had to include, Sunday School Musical. <laughs> Sunday School Musical, which is a ripoff of the Disney ch- Channel uh, successful trilogy, actually. <laughs> you know, give them props. Yeah. Uh, they made three of uh, High School Musical. All right, so those are my top five. CP, what are yours? <laughs> Uh, those crazy Christians. <laughs> um, my first one is Cowboys versus Dinosaurs. <laughs> yes. Because Cowboys versus Aliens, it's not, that's not intense no. enough. No. Yeah, versus Dinosaurs. Yes. Um, next one is Battle of Los Angeles. <laughs> now, Not to be confused yes. with Battle LA. Now, that one, if you do get that one mixed up, <laughs> I don't hope that one against you because those are really close. Actually. One of them is the apparently Battle of Los Angeles yes. is 1942. Oh my gosh. We're okay. not fighting World War II. We're okay. fighting. All right. uh, next up, I have AVH Alien versus Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> These are great. <laughs> All and right, then, and then you know I'm Team Iron Man, so I had to include Metal Man. <laughs> yes, and my last one is Android Cop, which is a rip of a rip off of Robo Cop. That's right. But the thing is, the guy like he just had like on the cover, he just has a light up eye. <laughs> that's just nothing that's else could afford. That's all they. That's all the special effects they had. <laughs> In the budget, all on budget on, on giving him a Terminator. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great! So that's just a little lightning round, speed round of our top five uh, B movie titles. Uh, but like uh, Cody said, today on this episode, we are talking about Civil War Two. This is the comic book event that just wrapped up uh, a few weeks ago, and so let's dive right, right let's dive right into it. But of course, spoiler alert, we will unpack it all. We will talk about um, 
all, all the deaths that happened in this. All the deaths. Uh, all of the dying. Uh, we'll talk about the conclusion, the wrap up, all that stuff. So uh, make sure you read the comic first. Or if you don't really care and you just want to hear our thoughts, keep on listening. That's totally fine as well. Uh, so CP, I encouraged you uh, two episodes ago when we were doing our top five 2016 to read this this comic book you event. did i was like hey this was this made the list for me top five 2016 and i was like bro that's why i've been telling you to read it and you were like let's not just talk about it let's be about it and you did all the scared you, money don't make money yes you did you all know, of that motivational you did all that motivational the talk. strength of the pack is the wolf <laughs> yes and the strength <laughs> of the wolf is a pack and so you asked me hey hey can i can i borrow yours because I don't think they released a trade uh, back version of it yet. So I was like, yeah, man, sure, sure thing. And so you read all all nine issues because there's, a, there's an issue number zero. Mm-hmm. Um, so CP, I'll ask you first because I kind of talked about my over, overall view of it. What did you think about the, the event from beginning to end? What, what's your the pretty much your overall impression of it? I, I thought what like what I appreciated the most with it is it like kind of comes to a head right in that first issue right in issue zero and Mm -hmm. it it doesn't stop moving Mm -hmm. like um there's not really any lags in in plot points or you know or where uh things aren't being developed and so i thought that was really cool yeah um and there's a lot of heart Mm -hmm. in uh you know and i think they do a good job again with uh with really dividing maybe maybe less the heroes and more just the the division between um between Carol Danvers and Tony Stark, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and showing how set in their ways they are with this um and you know and with what's causing this, you know, this tension yeah. between them. Um I like that you said that there's no like um it, it pretty much the story just keeps going keeps on going yeah. with each issue it doesn't really there's not like a a bummy issue or an issue that's like okay that wasn't necessary let's move on mm-hmm. kind of a thing which i think is interesting only because i i felt like i was always behind an issue when it came when they came out so like when issue for example like when issue five came out mm-hmm. uh I still have, I still didn't read issue number four. And mm-hmm. so like, I would go then at that point and I would have to go and uh, buy issue number five a few weeks later, but then still read issue number four. But it was awesome that I was, I was always like an issue or two behind because then I was able to read like one or two or even three straight, like straight in a yeah, row. in a row without having to like have this, this month delay. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's crazy, I think I, I it, what, what I think is crazy is I think they did delay on some of those issues, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, it didn't seem that, like that big of a deal because I was a little behind anyways. And so yeah. it's just, uh, but it definitely made it. Yeah. It cause was, the way- like, cause you read all eight. Right. Yeah. I read like, all eight over the course of a couple of days, but like, just thinking through the way some of them end, mm-hmm. like in the cliffhangers of how some of them end is like to wait a month. Yeah. And then if it gets delayed, like forget it. Yeah. You know? So uh, do you want to just give an overview, overview of the of the whole event? Because it's fresher <laughs> on your mind. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, just a quick little overview for our listeners. Yeah. So it, this this takes place, you know, after Secret Wars, of course. And mm-hmm. so um, like we have Miles Morales and Tony Stark and uh, uh, Carol Danvers is... Uh, she's 
over she's Miss Marvel. Yeah, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, yeah, oh, yeah. sorry. Uh, and she's uh, over an organization on Earth that deals with uh, extraterrestrial invasion or attacks and such. Mm-hmm. Um, and they come to meet this this new inhuman yeah. that has the ability to um, apparently see the future. Yeah. Uh, and so it's what it seems to happen is uh, he sees he predicts this attack uh, and they, he, he warns the Avengers and he warns uh, Captain Marvel mm-hmm. and they're able to stop this attack from a being from another uh, reality. Yeah. Um, and then they're kind of like trying to like asking like how did you how did you know like who gave us this warning and stuff um and they uh carol danvers talks about how it was this inhuman Mm -hmm. uh and then ultimately tony stark realizes that we're what they're trying to do is you know they're trying to stop things before they happen yeah much a lot or a lot like um what nick fury is talking about doing in winter soldier yeah um so Tony Stark thinks that's, that's a good point for for yeah for you for you guys who have seen the Marvel movies you might get that concept but that's what um, you know Shield was trying to do mm-hmm. they're start trying to stop threats before they happen yeah by yeah. having these helicarriers up yeah. in the air in the movies but uh, so yeah so uh, Carol Danvers um, Maria Hill she's the acting director of Shield they're mm-hmm. all behind this um, and then from there the heroes start to split on whether or not they think this is okay yeah um, and. You know, and Tony Stark says, no, we just need to let the future happen. You know, we just need to watch things progress as as they are. You know, too much, you know, changing the future um, is not a good thing. And then Carol Danvers says, no, the the prevention of life needs to always be our first priority. Um, And it kind of comes to a head. I think it's the first issue or issue two, maybe. Um, I think it's issue two that um, without Tony's knowledge. Uh, Carol Danvers and some other heroes, um, they get uh, from this inhuman that uh, that Thanos is going to launch another attack on Earth, mm-hmm. and he's going to make another grab for an Infinity Gauntlet, and so they go to head him off. And uh, unfortunately, at the in that fight, um, She Hulk is put into a coma mm-hmm. uh, at the end of it. But the the kind of kicker is that uh, Rhodey uh, War Machine dies, yeah, um, because of that fight, and so. Tony then is is heartbroken that his best friend has died, and he blames Carol Danvers to some degree. Yeah, um, and she says that this is what Rhodey wanted. You know, like mm-hmm. Rhodey knew the risk when he went in. He's a soldier, but of course that's not enough for Tony. You know, um, so and then yeah, again from there we see multiple kind of things where, um, like one of the visions is that the Hulk is just kills everyone. Yeah. Um, one of the visions is that Spider Man kills Captain America. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's pretty quite a bit later on. Um, and for those who like, as Cody's unpacking this, um, so the it it all revolves around this this one inhuman. Um, and if you're not familiar with that term, it's just uh, think like X Men, think like mutant, yeah. mutants, you know. But the difference between a mutant and uh, an inhuman is that uh, an inhuman. Uh, it was first it's just a regular normal human that gets exposed to this this uh, this mist mm-hmm. and then they if they have like a certain like DNA code or something like that's that that's been put in them from aliens yeah they they be, they become this super powered individual kind of like a mutant you know mm-hmm. with, with mutant like abilities so the difference is a mutant like X-Men traditionally uh, they're just the next stage in evolution you know right and so with 
the inhumans is something that they need to first be exposed to this mist, and then if they have it in them, and then they'll be uh, become an inhuman. And so yeah. again, uh, that's just a little asterisk information for you guys if you guys are wondering about that. Um, but essentially, the the line is drawn between our heroes because. Some are on one side are like, hey, like with, with Captain Marvel, hey, we need to we need to stop all of these things before they happen. And mm-hmm. Tony Stark's like, well, we're really not no one's done anything wrong yet. You know, we're not, you know, how are you gonna arrest someone for doing something that they haven't done yet? Right. You know, so there's which was one of the like there was a like midway through the through the series, there's a um Captain Marvel arrests a, a girl, a lady, mm-hmm. you know, and they they put her in like in a in a waiting room like they don't let her like contact call a lawyer or anything like that like and and so like tony gets finds out about this and again he's like we she hasn't done anything and so and they the the other kicker with that too was that there was no evidence yeah like um no suspicion or no evidence to bring to bring that lady in or to Mm -hmm. arrest her and so except for they were solely going on the visions on the vision and then and then the so like tony's like hey we can't do that you know that's violating so many different rights and stuff like that so um so our heroes are kind of split and then um the kicker, in my opinion, the kicker to it was, you know, Tony's a he's an engineer. Tony Stark's an engineer. He loves to build things. He he's a smart guy to begin with. He's super intelligent, and so I enjoyed the fact that he wanted to get to the bottom of like how does this how is this inhuman doing this? Like how is mm-hmm. he figuring out like how does the vision work? These visions that are coming to him, how do they work? Is it based off of emotion? Is it based off of fear? Is it be, like, do they, does he get these visions when he's scared or whatever, you know? And so he's trying to figure it all out. Um, and then he gets to a moment, I think like issue three or four, mm-hmm. that it's uh, still kind of towards the beginning of everything. That he realizes it's a formula. Yeah. Like it he, all, he kind it all of comes is- down to a formula. Yeah, he's like explaining it to, and the way that is set up mm-hmm. in like in the in the issue is so cool because he's he's explaining um, like he's talking about how he figured out how these powers work and how it's ultimately just an algorithm mm-hmm. of this inhumans taking in energies you know from all around him ones that we do understand ones that we don't understand mm-hmm. uh, and making a an educated guess essentially yeah uh, on the future yeah and so. He's explaining all that, and then it kind of, like, towards the end of it, he says that, uh, he says, if there's one thing that I've learned, like he's, or he says, so, just tell me if I'm crazy, if I'm just, like, I'm just upset about Rhodey, mm-hmm. and I'll stop. Like, I'll stop f- resisting and say, just, this is the way we should do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if not, tell me that too, you know? Yeah. And then he says, because there's, if there's one thing I've learned... And then on the next page, it sh- it shows that he's talking to Captain America, to Steve Rogers, along with the um, oh. some other Inhumans and the re- a lot of other heroes. Yeah, which uh, I believe Captain Marvel may have been I think, there. Yeah, Captain Marvel was yeah, there as well. She, I mean, they're she not hears, fighting at this point. He's yeah. just coming and, hey, let's talk this out. I need to tell you, tell you guys what I've discovered. This right. is when he's right. telling yeah. them I've discovered that it's a, an algorithm, a formula, whatever, you mm-hmm. know. But then he says, if there's one thing I've learned, it's that I'm going to listen to Steve Rogers. And just that moment, and maybe it's just because Civil War is like like Civil War One because the movie is yeah. like fresh in my mind or something. But I was like, like, this is a big deal, you know? Cause <laughs> yes. Like, um, in this, like in this comic, 
like the first civil war still happened. Like, yeah. Um, they reference it, you know, and short, I think right after this, um, Tony kind of talks about like the last time there was a big morality issue. Um, it, a lot of like, it cost us a lot, you know? Yeah. And so he was like, he's like, I don't want to get there unless we have to. Yeah. You know? Um, which is just a kind of a crazy moment, but yeah. So essentially, again, it divides our superheroes, and um, it all it all really goes off of these different visions that this inhuman has. And the later half of the comics, it, the big vision is that uh, Miles Morales kills um, Steve Cap- Rogers, Steve Rogers, Captain America, in the like in front of like a Capitol building, like mm-hmm. in, in the DC. U.S. Capitol, building. yeah, in D.C. And so. Um, so that's the vision. I'm sure you guys have seen. I mean, I felt like they use that cover and that picture like in all like a bunch of different comics during that time. And so mm-hmm. I just saw that all over the place. Um, but that was the big vision at the end. And then it, it kind of wraps up with, you know, um, uh, Iron Man and Captain Marvel having this big fight. Um, oh, and then last, I'm sorry, before we wrap up like the story. Um, there's another big death. The, uh, yeah. So the other, do you, do you, I, I, the other, I'll, I'll say it. The other, the other big death in this event is, uh, the Hulk, like Bruce Banner, Bruce Banner. And, uh, the reason for that is, I guess, I guess, um, what we find out is Bruce Banner tells, uh, Hawkeye that, uh, if he ever, if Hawkeye ever sees like, ever, ever thinks I'm, Hey, I'm about to turn into the Hulk. I need you to kill me. I need you to put an arrow in me. And I don't remember off the top of my head because it was a few months ago. So he gives him a special. I was gonna say he gives him a special arrow. I believe, yeah, he gives him a special arrow to use specifically for that reason. And so, but uh, Bruce Banner made Hawkeye promise him, like, "Hey, I need you to be," because we all know this, like from the comics, the movies, everything. Like Bruce Banner is not pleased, or even like cool about him being the hulk like you know what i'm saying like he hates that he becomes this angry monster that really can't be controlled and so he hates this version of himself even though it for the most part it does good he hates that it still has to get to that point and so um so anyways there's a there's a moment there where you know the hulk is kind of bruce banner is kind of like the the main character of that issue whatever it is and something happens and I believe it had to do with the vision that they yeah had. they go uh, Captain Marvel because uh, this Inhuman Ulysses is his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also able to make allow other people to see the vision as well. And yeah. So he lets uh, Tony and all the Guardians. I think no, this is before the Guardians are there. Yeah. Uh, but he lets Tony and um, Captain Marvel and I a lot of other Spider-Man heroes, Spider Man's there, there mm-hmm. um, see this. You know mm-hmm. this vision of. Um, the Hulk be- killing everyone. Yeah. And so they all go, you mm-hmm. know, um, and Tony's kind of coming at him as a friend. Yeah. Captain Marvel's very much more like she thinks that, um, that he's going to Hulk out. And yeah. so, um, they, there's a moment where Bruce starts to get, he starts to get angry and there's, there, there's not really any indication for us that he's about to Hulk, that he yeah. starts to Hulk out. Um, but then he just has an arrow go through him. Yeah. Um, and then they they go into the trees and Hawkeye's there kneeling, ready to have f- cuffs put on him. Yeah, ready to surrender. And yeah, and, and that was a big deal. The the trial of Hawkeye was a big deal for this issue as well. And 
Um, so, so that was the other big death. But again, the, the event concludes. Um, we have this epic showdown between Captain Marvel and Iron Man. Um, and essentially what happens is uh, Captain Marvel just does this last punch to Iron Man. And he doesn't die. But he's like in a like coma state. I want to say it, something like yeah, that. It's like implied that his body is like in a vegetative state. Yeah. Because it says that his body, the machines aren't the only thing keeping his body alive. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it was, it, what, what we see like in that last issue is, is beasts like from the X-Men, you know, um, Dr. Hank, you know, uh, from the X-Men. He's there. He's working on uh, Tony Stark and he's trying to save him. He's trying to, you know, do all that. We find out that Tony Stark has been um, experimenting on himself with different uh, tech stuff and and whatnot, and so something's keeping him alive. And Beast doesn't really know or understand it all, essentially. So yeah. it's kind of like, again, he's like in a weird coma state or like a, a you know, some form of a vegetable. I I don't know. I I really don't remember. I I don't remember how they how like how they labeled it. Yeah, but he's essentially he's out of you know. It he's, said that that the machines aren't the like Beast says that the machines aren't the only thing. Yeah, like it's not like he's just on his body's on life support and yeah. his brain's checked out. Yeah, and there's still brain activity there. Yeah. Um, I what from from what I was able to conclude and even just knowing. Some of how um, the new Iron Man comics are going to go yeah. with, uh, with Riri Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think that he has kind of uploaded himself to the web to some degree. Okay, and so he's that's that's my prediction. I guess that's pretty cool. Um, and that he's kind of kind of be kind of going to be Jarvis for Riri Williams is mm. my is my prediction. So we're we're kind of left with uh, to some degree. Uh, Iron Man's out of the picture for the time being. Tony Stark, as we know, Tony Stark is out of the picture for now. There are other people now who have the Iron Man mantle um, mm-hmm. in a couple of different comics. Um, that that vision of Spider-Man killing Captain America never played out. It never happened. Right. Uh, we see that that Inhuman, uh, Ulysses, uh, at the end of it, at the end of the comic, he is chosen by... <laughs> But like, um, remind me again the name is, is it the Watcher. The, yeah, the Watcher. There you go. I almost said the Watchman, but that was a different comic. Um, it's chosen Sorry. by the Watcher, um, and is elevated to be like this like supernatural godlike character being, yeah. being that kind of overviews oversees not only the Marvel universe but like all the other like parallel universes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so uh, that was kind of cool. I've never seen that in a in a comic before mm-hmm. um so everything kind of gets resolved in, in my opinion I, I thought everything got resolved and essentially this is this is where we are they're no longer able to like ulysses leaves so they're no longer able to see the future or visions of the future yeah yeah, yeah. there is a cool moment there too where it like shows all of the possibilities yes um and there's like dinosaurs fighting in one yeah. of them um so there's some cool ones there as well there is a, a moment that I that I liked a lot was when uh, uh, Ulysses sees a vision of the future, and this in this one he's actually able to interact with the person that he meets, but he meets Old Man Logan, mm-hmm. and he uh, and he's asking Old Man Logan like like where I, where am I, you know? Yeah. And Logan is like, 
you're in Jersey. And then the kid's like, you know, Ulysses is like, what happened? You know, because yeah. it's like a barren wasteland. Like, it looks like Arizona, yeah. but it is New Jersey. Um, and then Logan says, Tony Stark happened. Like, you know this. Like, he's like wondering Duh. why the kid yeah. is playing dumb. Yeah. Um, and then the last the last thing that Ulysses is able to learn is that um, that he pushed. He says that Logan says he pushed her too far. Um, referencing... Assume, okay, okay. I'm assume assuming, it, assuming yeah. Carol Danvers. Yeah. And so then Ulysses comes back and he's like, they have to stop fighting. Yeah. Um, and and that's when, exa- so uh, that was right before the conclusion of that fight. Yeah. You know, because at that point, everyone's trying to stop Iron Man and Captain Marvel from fighting, which they don't, they don't stop them from fighting. And like everything kind of still looks like it's going to play out the way it does, but there is some stuff there. I love the like the few uh, the visions that we get in that mm-hmm. last comic because um, there are some fun like little old nods of like Age of Apocalypse. Uh, excuse me, Age of Ultron type stuff. Yeah, Ultron's back, and um, there's still another scene of Spider Man killing Captain America. And I think I think the reason I think uh, what like what I've been reading in like comic um, forums and stuff like that is like. All those are possible futures. We don't know if that's if those things are going to happen. So it's kind of just fun to see all those possible futures. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's some theories that that the Spider-Man future is going to happen because of Captain America being Hydra, a Hydra agent. So they're they're thinking that's still going to to some degree still happen. But anyways, th- I mean that's overall the the overall story of this of this mm-hmm. comic book event. Hopefully that made sense. Hopefully you guys were able to follow along and. Hopefully we did a good job in retelling explaining, it, yeah, um, and explaining it. But uh, CP, what team did you fall on, man? Did were did you have one from the beginning? Did you flip flop? I did not flip flop at all on okay. this one. Okay, um, and I was I was Team Tony Stark. Okay, um, I think from the moment that convinced me in particular, um, like I was still kind of, I think up until Tony when Tony's telling. Um, everyone about how ulysses powers work yeah uh i would i could have maybe still been swayed Mm -hmm. um to to carol danvers side uh but in in that moment where uh tony is kind of saying what's happening it's also showing where they're arresting this woman Mm -hmm. um and what's implied in those in those frames is that the briefcase that she has some it has some sort of hydra documents yeah and then the, when they open the briefcase, it's empty. Mm-hmm. But they still arrest her mm-hmm. for you know for whatever you yeah. know falsely arrest her and Falsely. then tr- and then treat her pretty badly, yeah, and yeah. unjustly, you know, yeah, and then, yeah, and they're like really kind of tearing into her. And so at that moment, I was like, no, like she's very, very much profiling, mm-hmm. um, you know, these people. Yeah, and a lot of times it's been true. Yeah, but there's also been times like that it wasn't, and so. Um, and that even kind of later on comes up where uh, where Black Panther, he Black Panther for most of it is on Carol Danvers' side, mm-hmm. um, but at one point he switches sides um, to Tony's side, and he kind of tells them that the time with the briefcase and with the uh, bank executive, I think is what she is, is isn't the only time that the visions have been wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he said, he says kind of to uh, it's it's right after the vision of. Miles killing uh, Steve Rogers, mm-hmm. and the with that even Steve Rogers like he stays on Tony's side 
in that yeah. moment. And so um, Black Panther says, like, with that, considering that, I should have been with Captain, like, I should have been on Tony's side all along. And really, I, or I should have been on this side all along. Really, I should have just tr- trusted Cap mm-hmm. all along. So. Yeah. It was, I, I, I'm right there with you. I never, I was with Team Iron Man the whole time. Yeah. And I, I never flip flopped. Um, and I think maybe because I, I enjoyed Minority Report. I know it's a Tom Cruise movie, and mm-hmm. I know some people aren't a big fan of the Tom Cruise, uh, Stephen Carwell. I'm talking to you, but <laughs> I, uh, but I, I I really enjoy that movie, and I really just enjoyed uh, the ethical like issue of that. Like, hey, do you prevent someone from doing something bad before they committed that that act? Like, mm-hmm. you know. So it's just like it's just a fun discussion question of like. Okay, how do we? How do you fall with this issue? And I, I tend to believe the best in people and hope for the best in people. And so I tend to think well, we never really know if that's really going to happen. Like, what if? Yeah. What if something happens? What if they change their mind? What if they don't go with, through with it? You know. And so I'm always going to be the one to say, "Hey, you know, I get saving lives and lives. I'm not saying that's not important, but what 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 bias? What what base do we have?" to arrest someone or mm-hmm. whatever you know and so mm-hmm. um i agree I, I so it was easy for me just to kind of side with tony stark and um and the whole way and, and him breaking it down to a formula like i was like you got math like this is mm-hmm. math now like how are you gonna argue with math like yeah <laughs> numbers that, don't lie that's, there is <laughs> when um like because essentially what happens is he kidnaps ulysses yeah to figure out what's going on with him and uh-huh. he's got him tied up and um, he has Friday, his AI, you know, kind of, um, like scanning his brain and such. Mm-hmm. And then all of the, um, like Captain Marvel and I think actually it's just Captain Marvel and like the heroes, the inhumans aren't involved. Yeah. Um, but they show up and he's like, like Tony's like, I thought I would have more time than this. Uh-huh. And, and then he like, like takes the, um, chains or whatever's holding the kid. Uh-huh. Um, and he's like. And he's like, pretend like you're having fun. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, that's right. Because he says he wants to play it off. He wants to play it off. Like, no, like I didn't kidnap him. Like we were just <laughs> hanging out. Like this was a big deal. Yeah, yes. Uh, so that was just like a fun, you know, kind of good Tony Stark moment. I'm I'm always behind Brian Michael Bendis when it comes to mm-hmm. comic book events and uh, comic book. He's the writer of this event, um, and he writes. He's the main writer. He he writes all the Spider Man comics that I love, and so. Uh, I'm a big fan of him and uh, I I usually enjoy anything that he writes. And mm-hmm. so I knew going into this, I knew this was going to be good. My biggest issue with it was how was it going to be different from the last time? Sure. And it, I thought they did great with it. Like I thought that was a totally new um, twist on it, like a new way to divide the heroes. And mm-hmm. I not once did I think, oh, this is just a ripoff or a copy of the first one. Right. Which I thought was really good. Like, you know, uh, cheers for them for being able to do that successfully. Because I, mm-hmm. I never once thought, oh, I've read this before. Or this is old or this is just like a polished redo version of it or anything like yeah. that. So I, I enjoyed I enjoyed a, a, all of it. Do you think this was a bigger pull on your heartstrings than, uh, than the first Civil War or maybe even than the movie? Yeah. Uh, I I'm gonna go on to say that if I had to pick between the first the first comic book event Civil War or the second one that just wrapped up, 
uh, comic book event. I'm gonna go with the second one. Yeah, I, I I don't know why. I was more. I was more. I want to say, I w- the story got me more than in, yeah. in this one than the first one. The first one I think is still good, and I still enjoyed it. But I don't know. I that the the I don't know. The first one makes me. I think the first one makes me hate Iron Man more than I want to. Mm-hmm. And with this one, I didn't find myself hating Captain Marvel, which was I think that was good. It just I just knew I I sided with Iron Man. Mm-hmm. So with with the first one, I felt like it was it ended up ended up being good guys versus bad guys. Because in my opinion, I feel with that first one, it's like especially with the first one with that. The bad guys literally are able to team up, team up with the the like, yeah be on the side of the government and on the side of Iron Man. Yeah, so it was like exactly. So it was like, uh, it it really didn't divide us too much because it pretty quickly it made it seem like they were kind of writing Captain America to be the good guy and they were kind of writing Iron Man to be the bad guy. But with this one, I felt like the writing was very neutral, mm-hmm. and so this one I enjoyed that. Man, I, not that I was flip-flopping or anything like that, but it was just like, yeah, that's a good point. Or like, yeah, okay, let's see what happens next. Like, okay, where do we go from mm-hmm. here? And then there's people dying. And so it's like, oh my gosh, there's there's life at, at risk yeah. here. There's sacrifice here. And so um, I enjoyed the second one. That movie though, because, I've, because I'm visually seeing these characters and I've built <laughs> quote unquote relationships friendships with these characters uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm like dang it you know um, and I love Robert Downey Jr. and I love Chris you know Chris Evans and so I think mm-hmm. they do great and so, I think with the movie they did a good job of not making Tony out to be the bad guy yeah as much and I think the more I see that movie the more I realize that too yeah but it was it was overall I mean overall it was great and there are people that I that I know in, in my circle of friends that I I like I talk to on a you know on a basis and whatnot and regular basis and they would come out to me like hey have you read the next issue have you read the latest issue <laughs> and of course I'm behind you know so I'm like no not yet not yet not yet um, but for overall man I don't know I don't have I don't know too many people that didn't enjoy this mm-hmm. it was just really good uh, any any last thoughts CP on this event or um, anything like anything at all on it. I would like to see it as a movie. I yeah. think one day. You know, I mean, I've kind of just accepted that unless one of these Marvel movies fails terribly mm-hmm. or they hire somebody like I don't know, the guy that directed Batman v Superman to start making them. Um <laughs> that's messed up. <laughs> then then they'll just continue to be successful. And yes. so um in order to do that, they're going to have to change up some things and uh and they're adding Captain Marvel yeah. uh, down the pipe and so it could be a good, you know, could kind of be a good, a good revisiting of um, of this uh, this kind of split, and then seeing uh, Captain America and Tony on the same side as well. Yeah. Some of that stuff could be cool, and it's possible because they already are introducing Inhumans on the TV show, mm-hmm. and so they don't. I mean, I as much as I hate it, I, I love X Men, and those are. I, I mean, I grew up on X Men. It, it it makes me sad that Marvel created the Inhumans to some degree, like or have have been expanding on them a little bit more in the last 
several years. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and I know a lot of people think this on the internet as well, but as like a cop out to try to include quote unquote mutants in their TV shows and movies without mm-hmm. needing the licenses of, of the yeah. of the X Men, which I think it's crazy to me. Like even like there's less mutants in. Marvel vs. like the next Marvel vs. Capcom, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. They 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 took them. It's official. They they're like they're just out. All the X Men that have been in the video games, the Marvel versus Capcom video games, are all out, and they're all being replaced with Inhumans and and more MCU characters like more Guardians. Uh, I think Captain Marvel is going to be in in the game. It, it's sad because I love I love the X Men. I'm a fan of the Fantastic Four. It's not that I love them. I don't have a special connection with them, but but you like you but, grew up with the X Men show. And yeah, stuff like yeah, that. yeah. So I, it's sad that they they're not even making Fantastic Four comics anymore. Like what? Like and so it, it's that's just a little sad. But it's cool to see Captain Marvel. The, fa- the, the Fantastic Four have joined the Inhumans. Like Human Torch is, oh, has aligned himself. With oh, that's right. Yeah, so it's not even like a Fantastic Four comic. It's they kind of just they've kind of just in, separated in different things. I think the yeah. thing was a guardian. The thing is, is yeah, is a gar- is one of the guardians of the galaxy now. And so um, I'm not sure where Mister Fantastic and Sue I think Storm they're are. they're they're just out. They're just creating, creating worlds. Yes, from from Secret Wars. Um, so it's, that's a that's a little sad, but that's a different. Uh, episode uh, and that's a different talk for another episode yeah uh, but overall captain marvel getting a movie it's cool to see that they're giving her larger roles in the comics because that will only mean bigger and better things for her in the in the movie for and sure in the mcu for so. sure so yeah uh that is our episode for heroes and civil war 2 we highly recommend you uh, getting the trade back when it comes out mm-hmm. uh thank you so much for listening to heroes and if you like what you hear share us with your friends uh, and for the latest geeky news, check us out on Twitter. And for memes that are geeky and at least a little funny, <laughs> follow us on Instagram. You can do both of those at heroes underscore and. Just want to give you guys the comics coming out on January 25th. Uh, we have Justice League of America, Killer Frost, Frost Rebirth number one. This is just a one shot, one little cool uh, comic book, just all about Killer Frost. And so definitely check that out. We also have Inhumans versus X-Men number three, Batman Beyond issue number four. And then we also have Civil War II Oath number one. This is a nice conclusion to everything. And so this wraps up uh, even in more detail the storyline of Civil War II. So thank you so much for listening to Heroes And. My name is Andy. And I'm Cody. And And we're out. Welcome to another episode of Heroes And. This is a podcast where we talk about heroes and comics, movies, TV shows, and Rogue One being the heist... (laughs) Being the heist movie of 2016. It is a heist movie. (laughs) (laughs) It is a heist movie. They're stealing something. It's the highest heist... It's the highest grossing high school. Oceans one. L S yeah. Oceans Rogue One. It, it beat Oceans Eleven. <laughs> Alright, here we go.